wake up! Daddy! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Daddy! 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 You guys awake? Are you awake now? And if you are awake, are you living your life to the fullest? This is the Dad Podcast. Where we talk about our Catholic faith becoming fully alive through being a husband. And being a father. Really, through our vocation as a husband and a father. So, if you're a dad, this is your spot. Yeah, it's time. It's time to rise up. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Iris from Seattle. And it's Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. Hey, dads, this is for you. We celebrate good dads here. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Ray. Good to talk to you this week. After uh, a one-year anniversary, it's That's a one-year right. and a, a one-year and a week. How you did feeling, you, man? Did you get my flowers? I, I sent you the flowers and some uh, some chocolates. I got I got flour. I got chocolate. I made some cookies. Yeah, man. Nice. Good. Some chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> added some sugar. In there, thank you. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Happy anniversary! <laughs> Happy <still>. anniversary! So, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. This is Iris and Ray on the Fatherhood Arise podcast. If you've been with us, we sincerely thank you for your listenership. And if this is your first time, this is where uh, Ray and I talk about Catholic dad stuff, the intersection of faith and family. All right. Well, welcome. Um, yeah, so here in the first part of the show, we usually share some stories. It's like dad vent, or not venting, but just kind of sharing stories, the real life of dads. So uh, what do you think, Ray? Do you got a story to share? Yeah, man. Um, this is a realization. As a dad, um, I think I talked about this before, but my eldest, I put a lot of pressure on my eldest, and I've noticed this, and I've noticed it today like I've noticed it many times before, but today I'm like, wow, I really have an effect on him this way. Check this out. Um, so I come downstairs, you know, my, my office is upstairs. So when I come downstairs, I see, I see my sons watching TV and I'm like, all right, cool. They're, they're done with their homework. That's, that's fine. It's uh past that time already. So that's fine. But then, I've noticed that every time he sees me or every time I I appear in the room, he gets tensed up. Like he stands up oh, as no. if like I'm like this drill sergeant. Yeah. And this isn't like the first time. Like I've noticed it every single time. He can't relax when I'm in the room. Oh my gosh. So I went straight to him because I've, I've been meaning to do this. And I went straight to him and I said, I gave him a hug. And my wife was there too. And she's like, wait, what? what's going on? What What, what happened? And I'm like, nothing. I just realized that I feel like I put a lot of pressure on you, bud. And I talked to him and and, and he kind of like had like a tear in his eyes. And, and I'm like, and, you know, I, I want you to relax. I want you to be you, be yourself. Just, 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 uh, just have fun. It's okay to have fun. But I realized that I, I placed a lot of pressure on him. Like wow. he's got to be doing something when I'm in the room. Yeah, when he sees you, he like kind of freaks out and is like, "Oh, I better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to look like I'm not doing anything." Right. That's the, how the I thing- feel when my wife walks in the room. <laughs> if I'm like laying down, I just like immediately get up and said, "I didn't lay down." What? I'm like start folding something, right? Yeah, I was yeah. going to the toilet to clean it. 
the the crazy thing is though is that it's only him like my other sons <laughs> they're like oh hey dad what's up <laughs> they're like yeah, doing they're whatever and, but but him as as my eldest he gets up and he's like on alert and he's you know look busy kind of a yeah. thing yeah, I just so noticed so it. okay. Well, uh, let's let's open that up a little bit. How how oh does boy, that make you go. feel, let, Ray? Let me let me lay down a little bit here. Hold on. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You look you look comfortable now. Okay. You don't. You <laughs> could have left your shirt on, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. So how do you feel about that? That your that your son doesn't feel comfortable around you. To be honest, I'm, and I'm being honest here, and sometimes they do listen to the podcast. Uh, while we're cleaning and stuff on uh, the weekend, to be honest, I kind of like it. I'm like, <laughs> all right, someone respects That's, me in this that house. Is, that is not what I expected no? you to oh, say shoot. just then. Okay. A, a, a little bit, no, a big chunk of me, it does feel bad, of course. Like, oh man, I, I want him to just be, just to, to be you, Gabe, you know? But, at, and again, just being honest too, I'm like, ah, okay, like he... I, I do want my eldest to have a little bit of that pressure because I'm not the I'm not the eldest of the family, but I'm like the right. eldest male. So I felt like okay. I I need to make sure that I hand that off to him, that baton. But to be to be honest with you, yeah, there's a little part of me and I'm like, yeah, all right, he oh. respects me. You kind of you kind of <laughs> wish that the other kids would kind of bounce, yes, bounce up. Yes, like follow suit, but no, it's just him. Mm. So I gotta remind him. It's it's a it's um. It's something that I've noticed, and I, I I have to remind them like, hey, bud, nah, it's all good, man. Yeah, I'm just here to check, and I, I don't have the white gloves to check if there's any dust on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. was that a Cosby Show episode you're referencing was, right yes. there? Yes, oh my gosh, I remember yeah. that one. Hey, we're not supposed to talk about Cosby anymore, right? No, yeah. he's he's he's, uh, he's been canceled. He's canceled. <laughs> no, but I'm a As fan of Cosby. Yeah. We can't talk about Cosby here. What well, right on. About? That's good. Yeah. So, okay. How about, Fair how, enough. how about you, man? How you doing? Oh, man. Well, have you ever tried to have your kids live your dreams? That might be a whole hmm. episode, but have you ever wanted your kids to do something that you wish you could do and then you never... You never did it yourself, but you really mm. wanted them to do it, like dunk a basketball or yeah, okay, okay, kiss I, a get, girl I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never done so, that, no. So, um, one of my like childhood dreams is being lived out in my kids mm-hmm. uh, right now. Uh, I signed them up for Shaolin Kung Fu. No mm. way, that's awesome. Yeah, wow. Yes. Shaolin oh, wow. Kung Fu. And so we brought them, That's my wife some, and oh, I. Wow. Well, my did, wife wait, and wait, I, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. How did you find that? Were you looking for it? Did it just like fall on your yes. lap? Or you were looking for no, it? No, I've been looking. I've been looking. Because you wanted and this. You, you wanted to join this when yes, you were... Yes, I wanted okay. to join. I, I'm a huge like Kung Fu nerd, mm. and I watched so many Kung Fu movies. And I was always loved the Shaolin style Right, yeah, like the yeah. animals, right, like horse stance and praying yeah, mantis monkey, and monkey, yeah. Yeah, snake, drunken master, no, yeah, yeah drunken yes. master, yeah, yes. all of those, yeah, um, even like Shaolin soccer and those mm. kind of more fun things. <laughs> yes, so, yes, yes. So, um, so I've been looking, but it was always far away from where we lived. But we moved, 
And we live 15 minutes away from the Shaolin Kung Fu uh, wow. Martial Arts whatever dojo. Yeah, it's yeah. Called Seattle Shaolin uh, Kung oh, Fu. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, so I signed them Kinda up. Jealous. And I went to the first class with them uh, just to uh-huh. watch. Um, they, they got like a free sample class. Wait, hold on, hold and on. When when you signed them up, were they like interested in it? Like, ah, oh, here we go. What is this, Yeah, dad? we had tried a couple different uh, martial okay. arts. Uh, and so we were like, yeah, how, how's that? Um, did, did they like it? Did they like it? And they were like, yeah, we liked it. We like Kung Fu. We like karate and blah, blah, blah. And so we were looking for um, some sort of activity for them to do that was like COVID safe and yeah. also like physically active. And so we tried some karate places and Kempo and all these other kind of things. And then I was like, you know what? If we're going to do this, like we got to go to the Shaolin. Wow. Yeah, and so I went, and I and I thought, I mean, they literally like jumped in and started doing all of the stuff, and like the kids, the little kids yeah. who were there, who had been students for a long time, like they could do everything. They could wow. do the splits. Yeah, they could like kick in the air, like straight up. They could, and then they can do like the air in, bending stuff. Yeah, and then in the same uh, the the same uh, practice. Um, the green belts used weapons like Whoa. swords and i was like i am totally sold i was like wow. take my money how much ever <laughs> this is i don't care i want my kids to do this i want them to oh, use wow. the bow staff and the floppy sword and just like oh, go after it yeah and so so he's totally signed up and um my kids like it but i love it I'm like, <laughs> now I I can't do it myself. It's too hard. I I'm not it, flexible. It's enough. not too late. You can't, it's can't not you too late. sign up. It's and... not too late. But I invested in them, so I'm totally like, <laughs> I want them to do it, and I want them to love it, and I'm going to live vicariously through <laughs> them now. They're gonna live out my dreams, and nice. I never thought I would be that dad, but now I am, and I'm shelling out money <laughs> for them to do this thing that I think is completely awesome. Mm, now mm. I understand what sporting parents are like because I wasn't really big into sports, so uh, I mean, I, I was a casual fan of sports, and so I enjoyed local sports team, and. Uh, when when I would my my kids played sports, I said, "Hey, they're they're pretty good." You know, my wife is f- way more competitive than I am, and probably more athletic. And so, <laughs> she she's really into the sports. And when they do the sports, then she's like, "Yeah." But I was just like, "Hey, good on them. They look good out there. They're not embarrassing themselves. They seem to be skilled. That's great." But now that they're doing this kung fu, I'm like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And I asked the the master today, like, can I just sit and watch? And he said, parents don't stay. <laughs> they try to said, kick oh. you out, man. I said, okay, I'm going to go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm, yeah. I'm so jealous. I want that, too. Yeah, they shave their heads and everything and get the whole get up of like a monk. Hope, oh, yeah, they got, they got the, um, the cool pants. That's awesome. And uh, they they haven't earned any belts or sashes yet. Um, yeah. And then there, we were talking in the car on the way home from the Shaolin, uh, 
Yeah. And uh, I said, hey, Dad, what do you think is the best weapon? What weapon should I oh, wow. learn to study? That's awesome. Yeah. And my eldest said, I think I want to do the bow staff. And the other is like, no, we have to do swords. And I was like, you definitely got to master the fireball. That's the one. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, funny you mentioned that. Actually, yeah, it, I mean, my my kids are into that stuff as well, and I wish we had something like that over here. But we'll just settle for uh, uh, Street Fighter. We I got them into Street Fighter, <laughs> the video yes. game, the classic Street Fighter, classic. It's so good. Yeah, so they got into it. But yeah, man, this Fireball. They got to learn that. Yeah, they got to learn that. Just rip off that awesome. Fireball whenever you want. Bang. <laughs> Congrats, man. Congrats. Yeah. So anyways, it's awesome. And um, I'm spending a grip of cash for that. And uh, totally, totally worth it. In my opinion. I hope they stick with it. Yeah. 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 Wow. Shaolin Master. Oh, my gosh. Are are they like, are they into karate or like those movies as well? Like the martial arts movies that you were into? we don't watch a ton of martial arts movies. You know, they got the Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've watched uh, Three Ninjas. The classic. The Three Ninjas. Yeah, that's right. Three Ninjas. Yeah, Three Ninjas is on regular rotation. Beverly Hills Ninja? No? Never Beverly Hills Ninja, no. no. Oh, man. Uh, fun fact, uh, <laughs> I met Ernie Reyes Jr. No way. You know Ernie Reyes Jr.? He was yes, one of the Ninja of Turtles. Yeah. And uh, he was uh, the last Electric Knight, I believe, on the yeah. Disney when I was growing up. That was way back. I met him at World Youth Day in Toronto. He was Whoa. he was showing a movie. And um, yeah, so I, and he's Filipino, a great Filipino martial artist. Yeah. And um, he was previewing a movie that had Catholic, uh, Catholic subtext, but was oh, a wow. martial arts yeah. movie. Yeah. About I wonder wolves. what movie that is. I'd, I'd like to look that up. I wonder if it's on Amazon. You know, that's or... like a 20-year-old movie, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. And so I was talking to him, and um, he had a shirt on, mm. and but his it was like a button-up shirt because he was like previewing the movie, and he was going to go inside and like do like a Q&A. And he's like a movie star, right? And he's a martial artist, and his he was he wearing was a dress shirt. He was representing. He was... Yeah, yeah, at the World Youth Day. And then, so he, but his shirt was unbuttoned, like very low. He was like wearing a dress shirt, and I could mm. see his nipple. And I was oh, like, boy. Uh, Ernie. Uh, Eyes up here, brother. I was like, dude, uh, see your nipple. You said that to him? I, I, it was a long time ago, man. I don't remember <laughs> if I actually said it or if I only thought it. But uh, yeah, you yeah. probably said it. I'm, I'm sure I said you it. Probably I'm said sure it. I said it. I might have touched it. I mean, he's, he's, that guy, is, oh, he was like a, a Ninja Turtle. Dude, man, he represented back in the day. I, I felt I felt much taller because of him. That's right. <laughs> he's uh, he's awesome. Shout out to Ernie Reyes Jr. Yo, Good we got to get him on this. We, yeah, he's we gotta got to get him on to. this podcast. Yeah. Let's reach out to, For to sure. his people. For sure. Oh man, so uh, this is this is great. Actually, we're talking about all these action stuff, right? Um, but deep down inside, we're we're uh, we're mama's boys, you know. We're we're uh, we got a tender heart, and that's what our topic for today is. This is what we want to talk about today. Our mama Mary. You know, the the first time I I said that out loud, I was already working for the Archdiocese of Chicago, and I'm just used to saying Mama Mary, right? 
Yeah, our, me too. Regarding our blessed mother. And I was um I was leading this prayer and I said it cuz you know that's that's what I call her, my mama Mary. And someone um after the prayer talked to me and said, "Wait, you said mama Mary. I've never heard of that before." Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I know. I was kind of caught off guard. I'm like, "Well, but that's that, that's just what you know, I, I thought everybody says that." Yeah. But no, and I guess not everyone says Mama Mary. Um, so this is what we're going to talk about, our relationship with our mother, our blessed mother, our Mama Mary. Yeah, so it's been a couple weeks since Mother's Day. That's right. And Happy Mother's Day, belated. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you to all the mothers out there. And, uh, and Mama Mary, as I also call her, uh, is super special to us as Catholics and as as Catholic men. We should uh, we should have a devotion to Mary. Or I, I mean, that's it's an optional thing, but it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I remember one person what, be, prior to me really growing in my faith. I was a teenager, and uh, one of kind of like the young adult mentors in my life. He said to me, "You know, Iris." Um, there was never a person who had a devotion to Mary who left the church. Hmm. And, uh, and I was like, wow, really? And there, there's something like that, so that the, the power of that relationship, the, when you're close to Mary, she keeps you close to the church. And I thought to myself, well, I want that. Hmm. I want to have that in my own life. Uh, and to move out of just kind of like, oh, I, I see a statue of Mary to um man i love our blessed mother i love mama mary yeah i you know i'm still learning more about our blessed mother and all her different titles right and um i grew up in 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 a house where we did say our our prayers right Uh, my dad and my mom taught us our prayers but there was a time, maybe another another episode, another time, but there was a time in my life where my mom, and shout out to my mom because she does listen to our podcast, but my mom- Hi, uh, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, mom. Um, she converted to uh, a different Christian denomination. And she started, and you know, I'm I'm a mama's boy, so I stuck around with my mom any everywhere. And she went to like different classes, different uh, uh, different kind of uh, prayer gatherings and stuff. And and yeah, so I, I, I I've heard a lot of the uh, the Mary bashing, or maybe mm-hmm. not not necessarily a bashing, but uh, the misunderstanding of our Catholic devotion for our Blessed Mother. And so growing up, I. I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions about our uh, why we do things uh, this way in, in our Catholic faith, and it, it was late in my maybe teenage years. I was already in you know in, in youth group when I started really diving into and getting to know our Blessed Mother in in a in a personal special way. Nice. So Ray, do you know? what the Catholic relationship to Mary is like, how does that work? Do we worship Mary? Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah what's all that? Can, can you like shed some light on that? I as, mean, yeah, yeah sure. And, and, and let, yeah, let's talk about it because yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions out there because in an untrained eyes, if you're looking at us Catholics, it does look like we're kneeling down in front of a statue of Mary. 
but we I mean yeah that's nowhere. literally what we do <laughs> that's literally what we're doing and then of course also our, our, our prayers right it's like if, if it's in an untrained eyes it sounds like we're worshipping Mary um, but it really is the way the way I understood it is is this, um, and it's the the title that she has, uh, Mary's Seed of Wisdom. This is what kind of opened up my eyes to this whole devotion, this uh, beautiful relationship that I have now. Praise be to God with our Blessed Mother. That's uh, this title, Mary's Seed of Wisdom. I always saw Mary as like, like she she. She's a seed. She's a seed of wisdom. Like just that title, right? I again, this this is the one that uh, opened up my eyes with it. I love I love it because that's what it that's what she does. She is like in in that uh, in an icon of Mary's seed of wisdom statue. The, she's Jesus. The baby Jesus is is sitting on her. So she's literally the seat of mm-hmm. wisdom. Who is Jesus? Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, and and it just like blew my mind i'm like that's what it is it's not that we're worshiping her but she holds a special and beautiful place that she's the the mother of god she's she's um you know when when we look at jesus's face we we also see mary's face as well because oh uh, yeah right so they say that because of the dna right the dna yeah jesus looked like mary and it's and it's that's again that's um that title, Mary Seed of Wisdom, was the one that kind of just blew my mind. I'm like, ah, okay, I see, I see. How okay. how would you yeah how would you explain to someone that's um that's not a Catholic and, and our our relationship with Mary as Catholics? Yeah, I would take two prongs because like the first part, you you're right. So there in the Catholic practice, it looks like we worship. Mary, but we know that uh, worship only belongs to God, right? No, we should not worship anything else, though I think our lives reflect worshiping a lot of different things, money, power, respect, fame, uh, influence, um, all those kinds of things, comfort, uh, being right. Like all of those things are things we tend to worship as people, as as humans. But um, the only thing that's worthy of worship is God. But when you have a statue of Mary and she's got a crown and you kneel and you have this rosary and you say these prayers, it might look like we worship Mary. But the 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 words that we use as Catholics is we say we venerate Mary. When and to venerate means to hold someone in high regard in the highest regard, right? In, in, in a way, it's like some people venerate celebrities, right? Like they think, wow, I hold I hold that celebrity in such high regard. Do you have like a, a celebrity that you really look up to, Ray? Um, let's see. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. That's right. There you go. Yes. So good Catholic <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. And uh, me, Taylor Swift. No, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> I'm like I've you don't purged have one, the. You gotta have one. No, I, I guess I'm a Brad Pitt fan. Am I? Brad Pitt. Is that? Are you? Yeah. You're Brad. Maybe so. Tom Cruise versus Brad Pitt. You go with Brad Pitt. I don't know. Tom Tom Cruise is more my height, so <laughs> maybe that guy. Um, are we talking about the '80s or are we talking about now? Uh, anyway, go ahead. Um, so. The, um, so when you hold someone in high regard, you let you look up to them. And if you had a chance to talk to them, if you had a chance to, um, to entreat yourself with them, then you would treat them with a high level of respect. It's kind of like if you met, um, 
like the president of the United States. Now that's, that might be controversial because some people might spit in his face while others might want to shake his hand. Right. So he's kind of a controversial figure. Political figures are often like that. But let's say there's somebody that you really look up to, you'd kind of treat them in a special way, right? If I ever met the Pope, I'd be like super respectful in my approach to the Pope. Um, and so there's there's that kind of the the level of respect that you feel on the inside, right? Well, that's what we do to Mary. But on the outside, it looks like, wow, is that worship? But for, for the Catholic, it's not. that. Uh, for the Catholic, we're venerating Mary. And so we're really giving her the highest regard because God could have, God could have chosen anybody to bear his son, but he chose a specific person, not a random person, but a specific person from, from all time to, to bear his son. And so God wasn't just like, he's throwing darts at a dartboard and he hit Mary, right? Like, he's like, no, this is going to be a special person, right? Um, and then like, it, it's so funny because Christians, all Christians say, um, they recognize, uh, Israel as the Holy land. Have you heard that? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. those words before the Holy land, why is it holy? Because Jesus walked there. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, I got to go see the Holy land. I got to see where Jesus walked. I got to like go into the river where he was baptized, right? I want to sit on the hill where he spoke, right? I want to I want to walk in his steps. Well, Mary is a holy land herself mm, yeah. because she was the in God dwelt within her womb. Like we can we can understand that a land is holy yeah. like as a as a general Christian idea there's a land that's holy because the holy people of God dwelled there. But we can't recognize the woman wh- whom yeah. God dwelled in is whole, holy in a in a way that nobody else is. Yeah. So like that's incredible. Right. right? I, so so that's what I would say when we when we as Catholics look at Mary. And then the second piece is uh, we just had Mother's Day, and if you're a good son, you did something for your mom, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, maybe you told her you love her because her love language is words. Or maybe maybe you gave her a gift or bought her flowers. Or maybe for your spouse, you you did a special uh, uh, social media post or something, right? Like, you had to do something. <laughs> Everyone was doing it, so I, yeah, you got Everyone was doing it. You had to do it, <laughs> right? Because we recognize, like, oh, there's... There's a special degree of love and care for a mother. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus treated his mother that way. He didn't kick her to the curb. He didn't treat her like trash. He didn't say like, you're nothing to me. Right. Um, though some, some scripture people might say like, oh, he said like, who are my mother and brothers? Whoever does the will of God, like, like as if he's abandoning his mother. He, he wasn't. This is not yet my like, time, woman. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got a special love for his mother. He listened to his mother. And so if he listened to his mother, shouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Right. So we can like ex- what we experience as in our human family which is still a fallen experience full of sin. Yeah, it can be difficult, 
but we even in our uh, like Jesus says, even a dad uh, a dad knows if uh, if their kid asks for a piece of bread, we don't give them a snake, right? Like even us uh, fallen people, we know like oh we can respect and honor a mother. Well, what about the mother of Jesus? Well, yeah. obviously we're gonna have to give her some special love. And so that's how I would um, talk mm, about yeah. that to someone who's asking about, like, do Catholics worship Mary? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a great reminder for us as well how beautiful our Blessed Mother is, how beautiful um, God's beautiful plan, right? So it's, it's, it's been written since uh, the Old Testament, the whole, you know, you, you mentioned that the Ark of the Covenant, the new Ark of the Covenant, it was uh, fully designed. Uh, Mary was handpicked in that in that beautiful way to carry God himself in, in her womb. And as, as a father, Iris, how do we, you know, let's talk about this. How do we, how do we make sure that our kids not just know their prayers, but really have that, that devotion that really have that personal relationship with their blessed mother. How do we start that? How would, how do we encourage our, our children to, to start that? Yeah, that's a good question, right? I don't know the answer. I'll, I'll share a story. I'll share a quick story. Please, yes. So when I was a kid, we were like Sunday going Catholics. We went to church every Sunday. We were usually late, but we went to church every Sunday and it was it was like a part of our lives. And it's not something that I, I disliked. I actually enjoyed it, not because of the church part, but because of all the other things. We got to go to a restaurant afterwards. It was like a special thing. Mass was kind of interesting. It was there was different things going on. And since we were late, it was short. And I was like, just right on time, right on time. (laughs) Well, no, we usually like showed up at the homily. (laughs) That's, that's right on time. That's us too. That's us too. There you go. So, but we, we participated in this weird thing called block rosary, Mm. my family, which is not my family, not a religious family, but we're, we're like culturally ingrained in our Filipino culture. And so in the block rosary, um, there's a group of families, many families, who I didn't normally see or associate myself with. And um, they would go every Saturday, they would bring a statue. The, the There's like one statue of Our Lady of Fatima. Yes, okay. And they yeah. would bring that statue to somebody's house. Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then there would be a party, and there would be food, and then there would be a rosary, and then there would be karaoke, and then there would be more food and party, and then everybody leaves. And so this is what happened in my family. Like, we never went to any... How old were you during this time? Oh, I was probably um, in junior high. Okay. In junior high, yeah. Um, And so I remember uh, one day, my, um, my parents said, clean up clean up your room because there's guests coming over. And I said, who's coming over? And they said, block rosary. And I was like, are they coming in my room? <laughs> like, they're like, no. They're like, then why do I got to clean it? But anyways. <laughs> so um, you've always been like that, huh? I've Just always been like that. That's guy. why my kids are that way. And so, and so I, we cleaned up the house and all these people came and they brought the statue of the Virgin Mary. And like I said, uh, the statue of the Virgin Mary came and then everybody, we got on our knees. We prayed a rosary. They were, they all, they brought food, really good food. And then there was karaoke and there was music after, and there was a party. And I was like, what is this? 
And then they all left. Party was over, but the statue of Mary stayed mm. for a week. Yeah, and this is and not like my, a small statue because I, I I know this is like a typical thing that Filipinos do. This is like what like a, a three feet. Yeah, it's like a three foot of, statue, yeah. and you got to put it in a place of prominence in your house. And so, so then I have this statue in our house in our living room, and my dad says we're gonna pray the rosary every night that she's here. And I was like, we never do that regularly. And he said, yeah, but she's here now, so we got to pray the rosary. <laughs> and so we got to get on our knees and pray the rosary. And they, they, it was long, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I remember at the end of the week, my friends called me, and they said, hey, Iris, um, come and play basketball. Like, hey, we're all going to the park to play basketball. Come out and play. And I said, I can't. Um, the Virgin Mary's at my house. <laughs> They're like, yeah. And and they said, what? I was like, yeah, the Virgin Mary's over. I can't go. (laughs) And they're like, what is, what are you talking about? And so anyways, it's really ridiculous. But I think what, I never forgot that because like, you know, it became ingrained like, Hey, this is something that we do. And we kind of, um, it was is brought up in a casual way, but also inculcated itself in and like wove itself into the culture of our family. And so every special occasion we'd pray a rosary or we'd like join in and go to someone else's house to do the block rosary and karaoke and eat um, and all of those things. But like it, it's something that we like had to introduce as like something wonderful and fun and good and holy and, casual and formal, like all of those things. Right. Um, and then what do I do? Well, why why don't I just pause there and then allow you to kind of say something? (laughs) No, this is great. I want to hear more of the stories about, uh, uh, cause this is kind of the start, I guess, of your, relationship with our blessed mother then in, in that sense, cause you're your junior high, you said, and you, you're just a Sunday goer, and then now you're praying the rosary, but, but you didn't fully understand it. You're kind of just going with the flow of things, right? You're just kind of saying, all right, well, I guess we pray the rosary. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just kind of like doing what my family does, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like how the faith is passed on. Right, yeah. 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 And I, I want to... I wanna, honor actually right now i want to honor my dad as well he kind of did the same thing to us he didn't really explain it but he's like no nighttime rosary gather in the room and and we kind of didn't really i mean in growing up in our culture i didn't i didn't really i didn't really question my dad (laughs) and whatever he says goes kind of a thing um so that's nice (laughs) and i know right let's go back to that but um but yeah it just just went with it and it became kind of a habit and then later on in my life it just i started understanding the whys of it 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 started and that's why i'm I'm thinking for me right now as uh the you know my kids are still young i want to develop that and, and we we do uh we do pray the rosary at nighttime and yeah they're not getting it i mean they're just going with the flow of the habits of praying the rosary and I pray that um, eventually, as they get older, as they get more mature and deeper into their faith, 
that can open up some more. And, you know, of course, we'll have some more conversations about that. But I think it starts with that habits, you know, of habitually just praying the rosary and yeah. uh, and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things too, Ray, is uh, I, I find like the rosary, that's not my particular style of prayer. I mean, I do appreciate the repetitiveness and, um, and kind of the, like the kind of the chanty aspect to it, like, and, and the structure, but I don't know. I, I was kind of raised with like a more uh, extemporaneous prayer life, but, um, I, I do find the words of the Hail Mary beautiful. And it's really a unique kind of approach, right? Because the the opening prayer of the Hail Mary is straight scripture. We're just like quoting the scripture. Um, And then the second is like, after you would read the scripture, you'd like kind of meditate on it, right? And have like some sort of like prayer about it. And so it really makes a lot of sense. But the unique part is like, it focuses on our death. And yeah. we don't we don't really talk about that in You're any other context. Death, Go ahead in our lives, <laughs> yeah. And so here's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was when my kids were born, and ever since they were born, I would always sing to them a Hail Mary. You know that came when I that came from when I was a youth minister with Life Teen, mm. and uh, at, at at the end of every Life Teen meeting, we would pray the Hail Mary sung. And so, um, so I'm used to ending a, a youth group meeting with a sung Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. And so with mm-hmm. my kids, I'd also pr- sing this Hail Mary and I sung, sing it to them every night. Mm. And what I'm thinking, this is my, this is my sick thoughts. <laughs> I'm like, when I die, they're going to sing that song at my funeral mm. in perfect four part harmony. Because they all have, because that's as, as our Shaolin, song. Shaolin monks. As Shaolin monks. No, they're going to be Christian monks. <laughs> Christian Shaolin monks. Yeah. Christian monks who can kick butt. <laughs> and, um, but they'll sing the Hail Mary <laughs> because it's a meditation man. on death. And when I die, I, and I want to ingrain it. It's like so deeply into yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. Like that, that's what they'll. That's what they'll be able to sing that at my funeral, right? So I've picked all the music for my funeral. I know you. I, uh, you told me you planned it up already. Yeah, I've Get planned it. I I got all the readings. Liturgical. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be a good. You're gonna you're gonna walk away from my funeral and be like, that was well thought out. If, really? if that's nice. all. Now you'll say Iris was okay, but that <laughs> funeral was well thought out. <laughs> Oh man, I, I didn't I didn't think of all of that stuff, but I I did want in my funeral I want everyone to rent a car, and like, like every single one, like I don't want anyone, you know, uh, in in more than one person in one car. I I want to make sure that we cause traffic as we head to <laughs> bury my to bury me. I want to make sure that people see me and like, oh wow, he must be important. But yeah, I just want, <laughs> you everyone, want everyone to just drive a car multiple. Everyone yeah. has to drive their own vehicle. Each person, like an extra, has, to drive, each person yeah. has to be in their own vehicle. It could be a motorcycle. There's no ride sharing. It could, yeah, no ride sharing. Just it could be a motorcycle. Anything, but yeah. Interesting. But that's and Mary's great. riding shotgun. <laughs> that's and everybody's. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Yes. So we're celebrating Mother's Day. We continue to in this beautiful month of May. Uh, please do, if you have a, a beautiful altar at your home or even in, in, in your parish, in your church, go ahead and get a bouquet of flowers and, and offer that up to uh, our Blessed Mother during this month of May as we continue to reflect on the beauty of woman, the beauty of our Blessed Mother. Hey, Ray, do you, do you have a, a favorite Mary something, like a favorite image of Mary or a favorite song of Mary? or Because, mm. uh, you know, like Mary, Mary is like pretty incredible because she appeared all over the world yeah. at all different times in history, like Our Lady of Knock, Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, uh, Our Lady of Levang, right? Like there's all these kind of different cultural interpretations of Mary. And then there's all these different songs of Mary. Do you have any particular ones that you're, you have an affinity for? I do. Um, and this is, it just brings me back to my childhood because my, my grandparents were, uh, were prayerful people. And every time we would stay with them, we're always in prayer, specific times of the day. And I would always love this because we would pray the rosary multiple times growing up when I was a little kid. I love this prayer. Hail Holy Queen. Mm. Uh, because I knew that the rosary was over by that prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, it's all, it's, it's done. Um, but growing up, I, I I had that notion like all it right, does it, feel triumphant. Yeah, but right. Hail it's like, Holy right, Queen at Hail, the end of the rosary right. feels incredible. Right, and you know, like you had those dreams of you in in your funeral. In in my in my vision, I want my kids to sing that Salve Regina in in Latin. Um, uh, that would be great. That would be a great. Uh, if, if that dream was realized, if they can sing that like, as if they were uh, seminarians in our home. Imagine that like every night they would kind of kiss their blessed mother a goodnight kiss with that prayer. Um, mm. That would be a gift. So, yeah, it's, it's just a beautiful now uh, growing up. It was like, yay, it's done. But now it's like it brings me back to that simpler days. And of course, you know, that triumphant uh, prayer of um, Hail Holy Queen. Yeah, that's a good one. How about you, man? I don't... Well, yeah, I don't know. I love all, like, kind of the different... Whenever Mary shows up, like, Asian-looking, I'm like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a big fan. Big fan (laughs) of that. But here's one thing that I don't... I don't like. So I asked you what what you like, and then I'm going to say what I don't like. (laughs) Yeah, of course I am. And so, are you familiar with the song um, Hail Mary, Gentlewoman? Mm-hmm. She's like, uh, gentle, gentle woman, yeah. quiet dove. Teach us wisdom, right? like teach us love, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when I hear that, I'm like, I don't think Mary was a gentle woman. <laughs> I don't think she was a quiet dove. And so, like, hold on. Like, just just like ride with me for a second here. <laughs> okay, because, okay. Because she's the mother of Jesus. And Jesus led a revolution. Jesus was part of an uprising that overturned society. One where he was violently killed for, right? Jesus is a radical. He's not a team player. 
in the Roman society. He's not like living and um, trying to like work, cooperate with a government or uh, he's not trying to like fill the status quo. He's, he's uh, going against the grain of society is he's completely countercultural, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where would he learn that? Yes, of course, his father who inspires him and the Holy Spirit, which moves him, he is God and he sees the society, but his mother, he had to sit at the foot of his mother yeah, yeah. and learn from her, right? You said earlier that he looks like her, He also acts like her. Mm. And yeah, he was kind and he was compassionate and he was also fierce and he was strong. And so was she. Like, I don't see her as a gentle woman, but I see her as a fierce woman, a strong woman, a powerful woman of her day. And, uh, and like read, reread Luke, uh, chapter four, I believe the Magnificat Mm -hmm. reread Mm -hmm. that. She's talking about overturning society, right? Like she's saying, uh, you give to the poor and the rich, you turn away empty, right? Like she's like, um, just totally reversing society in her prayer. And, um, and that's something that she's passing on to Jesus who then does it through the kingdom of God, right? That's not a meek and gentle woman. That is a, that is a strong and empowered woman. And that's a model for all women yeah, and men, right? I would love, I think, I think we've like, one of the crazy things that we've done in religion or in the, uh, our contemporary religion is we've tamed, we've tamed the warriors, right? We've tamed the, the greatness of these real people uh, to fit into like pious boxes, but what's true about them is that they were real and that they lived in a society. And then they had to like bump up, bump up against the edges of that society and say like, Hey, this isn't right. There is injustice here. And if we don't focus on the poor, if we don't focus on those in need, if we don't focus on those on the margins, like us, Mary who lived on the margins, who was a widow, Jesus, who from Galilee, not from Jerusalem, right? Like, it's like, if we don't focus on the, those in need, like we have forgotten who we are, right? And I think that's something radical and it's a message that we need to hear today um, as we embrace like our, our mother, Mary, our mama, Mary, and also our, the women in our lives, right? They're fierce. They're beautiful. They're strong. They're mothers. And we got to love and respect and give that respect to them. Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying. Uh, And it's, but I also want to add though, too, in in there, where's, where's the weakness in being meek? Where's the weakness in being peaceful? Where's the weakness in being that recipient? And I, I see, I, I, again, I get what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying, but there's also that she was a revolutionary uh, woman because she did it uh, in such a beautiful, 
graceful way. Not to say that, you know, I mean, uh, you, we see her personality, and especially in the story of the, the wedding of Cana. You know, she's like, she told her son, hey, no, go ahead and <laughs> and make make some wine. Oh, and by the way, do what he tells you. Like, he, she was very commanding, right? She wasn't like, right. uh, whatever. And she knew he was going to do it. And she, she knew said. it, yeah. And then she she told the servants, hey, go follow him. Make sure what, you know, make sure that, that, that uh, you you follow what he says. So definitely she was, she was fierce. But, but at the same time, I think there's also that uh, beauty in her. Um, in her posture of of um, of receiving, and I think that's what I I like. Um, I'm very captured with with her posture of receptivity. Uh, sometimes we think that's that being uh, being in that posture of receptivity is very passive or lazy or n- doesn't involve any action or movement, but there's a lot going on there being receptive to god's will right it's not just like she just like open yourself right and so that inspires me and that's uh i'm still working on that on myself because i feel like that's us as human beings right we need to we need to learn that that beautiful posture that our blessed mother um kind of witnessed to and gave us an example of that openness that receptivity uh just just her willingness to say okay let your let your will be done in my life so there's yeah again there's a lot of uh, action that's uh that's behind that's receptivity i would say the the beauty of the catholic faith is that it's both and both ends right like you're not just one she's not just Fierce warrior, Xena warrior princess, Sonia, Red Sonia. Xena warrior princess? Are you referring to the 90s TV show, Xena <laughs> yeah, warrior right. princess? That's right. Uh-huh. You heard me. <laughs> Captain Marvel, I mean. And so she's, she's not just that. Like, no one's just one thing. That's right. Right? Both ends. So she, she is both. She is, she's um, this radical revolutionary and she's a mother and she is um, receptive to God's will. She's actively involved. Um, she is holy in her own right. Um, and she's made holy by, by uh, God's grace, right? The, by the Immaculate Conception. One of the other kind of pieces to that is, um, yeah, like... When when Jesus when God appears to Mary, mm. read the scriptures again. Like read mm-hmm. Genesis, uh, like chapter twelve and on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's mm-hmm. so many like Marian references, but oh my gosh, uh, yeah. God God appears to Abraham, and he says, "You're going to have a son." And what does Abraham do? He says, "It's impossible." He likes uh, immediately rebukes God and and says that's that's never going to happen and then it does right and then in the New Testament uh, God appears to an angel appears to Mary and he says you're going to have a son and she says that's how could that be and then the the kind of key kind of line in that um, experiences, she went and she pondered it in her heart, right? We don't see that in Abraham. Abraham says no. And then he gets, um, gets like, uh, 
um, like silenced for that. Um, but Mary, who who's has the same experience that Abraham does, she ponders it in her heart because she has that kind of grace, right? Like so, she's she shows us the model of what we of what we're supposed to do, right? We see Abraham and he does like what we're not supposed to do, and then we see Mary and we see oh, that's what we're supposed to do. And she still had the question like, hey, this is that's impossible. I've never known a man that can't be. And yet, uh, and yet, she took she took that in, and then she said, "Well, you know what? I'm going to continue to meditate and allow God to fill me in all these like um, mysterious ways." Um, and that's what that's what we're called to do uh, when when God appears to us, which which God is doing now, right? Like right now, God's appearing to us and Amen, yeah. saying. And, and revealing something to each one of us and saying, you're going to bear my son to the world mm-hmm. through your life. Well, how can that be? I'm just a dad. I'm just a sinner. I'm not worthy. And then you got to, yeah, you could be like Abraham, who then gets silenced because he's like, that's impossible. No way. Get out of here. Or you could be like Mary, who then ponders it in her heart, and in that pondering, then goes out to like live it out. So, with that, Ray, if you don't mind, I'd like to end us in prayer. Please, yes. I'd like to pray, pray for all of you that um, that during this month of May, that uh, you are able to show some love to the special women in your life, your mother. Uh, your wife, uh, the the mother figures who have been out there in your life. I know that it takes a village to shape a person. And so there's so many of us who have been uh, blessed and shaped by so many uh, wonderful mother figures. So give some a blessing to them and some love. Uh, it doesn't got to be just one day. It could be every day. You know, it's the month of May. Let's do it. Flowers are good in May. So... Um, there you go. Sp- shout out to uh, anyone who wants to sponsor us. Maybe some florists. Go ahead. And, um, and in a special way this month, like I encourage you to pray some extra Hail Marys. To uh, if not, then have a conversation with Mary and um, have her be a part of your life in the same way that she was a part of Jesus's life in a special way. Um, I'm going to close with my favorite Mary prayer. Um, it's a beautiful one. And it reminds me of that, that phrase that, uh, that I said, um, when I was first starting out in my faith, whoever went to Mary, uh, and had a devotion to Mary, they never left the church because Mary never left them. And so I'm going to pray the memorare for us, uh, to, uh, close. And so let us pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To you do I come. Before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. 
O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thanks, man. Thanks, Ayers, for leading us in in that beautiful prayer. And, of course, also the great conversation. We'd like to invite all of you guys to join in on our conversation. It's not too late yet. It'll be up, of course. And, um, you know, uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what, uh, what you had in mind. And uh, join us in our conversation through our social media as well. But, uh, Iris, what you've been up to lately, man? Uh, not a whole lot, but you can see what I've been up to on my social media. You can follow me at Called to Rise on Instagram, or you can check my my website, calledtorise.org. How about you, Ray? Yeah, so check us out on our social media as well, as I mentioned. Join us on our conversation in our past conversations as well in, in uh, different podcast episodes. But join us on Fatherhood Arise, at Fatherhood Arise on uh, on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, and also on Twitter. So join us in our conversation and visit our website, www.fatherhoodrise.com. There you go. All right, guys. Have a good week. God bless. Happy Mother's Day. Peace. Peace.